0: You're you beat Yana bastard! Where do you get your tree? Jesus Christ One gamba two Hallelujah really? This is the Dave Duke podcast Mokara konasatatu. That means my friend How are you? To wrote you are very welcome to Dave Juke's podcast, The Dave Juke Podcast. I am the man <laughs> that is named Dave Juke, and this is episode 26. Today will not be as religious as the last episode. God was hot and heavy, wasn't it? Talking about rosaries and altar boys and death and resurrection and all from A to Z of Christianity. I have more theories as well, and I could have went in on the priests that are a bit anti-gay. Homophobic is the word I was looking for. We'll do that in a later episode. It was more of a personal reflection than, here's the good things about the Catholic Church. Here are the really, 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 really bad things, and everything in between. First of all, I'd like to apologise. I was sent a lovely message, someone who was empathizing with the podcast last week and they'd went through a similar situation they'd lost a close relative of theirs and they were saying i know how you feel and i left replying to them on the long finger once a week i will try and reply to all the messages that have bulked up i'm always on instagram but this particular one i couldn't find it again I think the person might have deleted it because they didn't think they were getting a reply. So if you're listening to this, apologising. Apologies from me to you. I was going to reply to you, but here we are a week later. I hope that you've come back for this episode and haven't thought to yourself, what a fucking wanker. (laughs) I poured my heart and soul into that message and the prick didn't even reply to me. It was that by the time I went to reply to you, you were gone. You must have deleted your message. And you should have too. You were dead right. Fucking taking back that nice message from that prick not replying to me. You were 100% right. Today I'm going to tell you about the Imro Radio Awards that are coming up in Kilkenny on Friday. That'll be Friday the 6th of October in case you are listening to this at a later date or in the future. Maybe you are catching up on the podcast episodes. I know a lot of people like to bank some of them and then blitz through them all in a row. Binge listen. Basically, this podcast is the Netflix of the audio world. People like to binge the episodes. I'm going to tell you about the Imra Radio Awards. We're going to go back to the wheel of topics. It's full of stuff. From filth to cleanliness to very deep and personal stuff to general gists and questions. So we'll spin the wheel and see what comes up on that. But let's have a look back at what happened in the last week. There was, and I'm not doing any bit on this at all, I'm just noting it for news's sake. There was horrific murder outside Tullamore on Friday. This is not a bit, I'm not doing anything on it. You know yourself, there was videos going round personally, it wasn't sent to me and I didn't see it. But from the bits online that people were writing, I'm glad It didn't come near me. The Las Vegas Sphere had its first show, U2. Little bit, and there must be a German word for this or a phrase. I'm a little bit annoyed that so many people are now familiar with the Las Vegas Sphere. So it's the biggest screen in the world. It's essentially, imagine three arena in Dublin in a sphere. That's what it's like. It looks fucking mental. Brilliant. The reason I'm annoyed that so many people have found out about it is because I have been watching its development for months. I love Las Vegas, never been, will go, won't go to Las Vegas until I have 10 grand of money that I am willing and prepared to blow on roulette and other gambling activities people have said to me, that's fucking ludicrous. It's not. It's called living your life and having a good time. I want to go to Las Vegas and I want to be in a position mentally and monetarily that I can blow 10 grand and come home and not be crying. It's fucking mental. 10 grand is life-changing money to a lot of people. But I'm willing to build up the resources before i go to vegas and blow that 10 grand even i know I, I can i can feel you judging me already but this is the mindset that i'm in if i'm going to go to vegas which i really want to and i really want to make it happen i want to be prepared to blow lots of money i'm going to do it fucking right I'm not going to go budgetthreatlasvegas.com no sorry we is going All out. Roulette. Thirteen. Put it on it. Zero. Green. Double zero two. Put it on it. I'm going to play Blackjack. I don't really know how to play, but I'm going to play it. Give me those slot machines. Ding, 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 ding. I love it. So the Las Vegas Fear has premiered with you 2 doing a month-long residency. It's actually a little bit longer. I think it runs till nearly Christmas. And... It's a wonder of technology and advancement. Stunning stuff. A wonder of technology once upon a time would have been Airtel. Internet before you had the internet. I have good memories of Airtel. Been asked to look up the lotto numbers, sporting results. It hosted a lot. Even people used to advertise package holidays on it. They were the original travel agents. Obviously, there was a travel agent's behind the information, but it was where a lot of people was able to look up a lot of information that they wouldn't have been able to otherwise. RT say, we're going to kill Airtel next week, 12th of October. R.I.P. Airtel. The one very sad memory I have of Airtel is it telling me that one of my sporting heroes was killed in an accident, Colin McRae. So fuck you, Airtel. But also, I'm really going to miss you, even though I haven't used you in years. Has anything else of any great significance happened over the past last week for you? Then include it in the new <laughs> weekly roundup of news stories on the Dave Juke podcast. Just email dave at ie or Instagram at Mr. Dave Duke. Let's talk about the Imro Radio Awards and awards in general. Are they important? What do they mean? Well, let's start with are they important. They are most important to the people that is nominated and winning them. I am under no illusion that you don't really give two fiddly fucks about the Imro Radio Awards. Perhaps you are a kind stranger or friend who will say, Well done, that was a nice achievement, but it's of no great significance. What is, though, is an All-Ireland, or a Connacht Championship, or a Provincial Championship, or a County title. Those are really important. I won, with my school, the Leithram Schools Championship, whenever I was in National School. And that still stands as one of my greatest achievements I have in life. Told beautiful things about me. You're the best goalkeeper in all the land. You're an amazing team. That probably means more than the Imro Radio Awards. But to me, the Radio Awards are a fucking huge deal. This phrase is bandied about, kind of sarcastically, but it is accurate at the same time. The Oscars virus radio. Because what else do we have? The Gossies, best radio show of the year. Okay. Imra Radio Awards are judged by people in the business. The best of the best. Sit down for hours on end, judging these shows, going good, bad, no placement. And we've had a really good run, myself and Fanula, on that show. The show previously known as iRadio in the Afternoon, Fucking terrible name for that show. I hated it. The show previously known as The Lift, which was a good enough name. And in the last three years, so we are nominated again in category A1, General Music Programme, whatever that means. Nominated this year. Winner last year. Silver the year before. That's not bad, lads. That is not bad at all. And then there were other nominations and bronzes and silvers that we picked up over the years. So really looking forward to that in Kilkenny. What is it like? You're gathering every ego in Irish radio into one room. And I still haven't seen anyone scrapping. Very disappointing. I would like to think, if I was a radio listener and not in the business that stations are ready to take the fucking heads of each other. I loved to assume, when I wasn't in radio, that if anyone from 2FM and Today FM met, that instantly they were drawing arms on each other. I will jewel you at dawn. But it's not like that, unfortunately. It's more Friendly. So on Friday night in Kilkenny, I will speak to people from nearly every radio station and manageable in this country. From Highland Radio, I hope I'll see Greg Hughes, who gives me shout-outs on Highland Radio. Not every day, but he said that I should get a show on RTE before Keith Duffy and the Turkish Teeth. I thought that was really cool. I hope to see some of my friends from the local stations. Shannon Side, Northern Sound, Ocean FM, Midwest Radio. Big tables of lads sitting round looking at each other, going, How do you read the death and funeral notices? What's your technique? I don't think I've spoken to anyone from Midlands 103. Maybe this is the year. Maybe I cozy on up to beat. Or Spin, or 98FM, or FM 104, Radio Kerry, Live 95 in Limerick. I can't wait. I prefer hanging out with some of the people from the local stations than I do the national stations. I feel there's more crack in a mad local station going, Whoa! than there is in the seriousness that there is a national radio. Maybe finally I'll get to tell the two Johnnies myself about the lad who was going to beat the shit out of me because of them. And he seemed that we were at war with each other. I've told you about Balloon Guy in the Atlone episode, haven't I? Maybe you didn't go back that far. This is your first endeavour. Essentially, recap, there was iRadio balloons that went from a skip or someone lifted them or they fell out of a jeep. I don't know how they ended up in this farmer's field not too far away from iRadio headquarters in Atlone, But they did. And he messaged the Instagram page saying, these balloons fell in my field. Could you please be a little bit more careful? I seen the message and agreed with it. He had cows in that field. Fuck, that's really bad. I'll bring that to someone's attention. I didn't. I forgot. I'm a busy man. Ages goes by. I'm in the smoking area of the piano bar in Athlone. Woman approaches. Hi, you're Dave Duke. Yes. Yadda, yada yadda. Yadda, yadda, yada. Oh, my boyfriend had balloons of yours that fell into his field. I say, without thinking, yeah, I seen that. Her face drops. She goes over and disappears. Gets your man. After a while, we meet in the smoking area again. Then he's in my face going... The two Johnnies are doing a great job, aren't they? Are two a them? Yeah, they are, yeah. They're fucking flying it, aren't they? Sir, why are you two inches away from my face? Why are you trying to give me shit about the two Johnnies? Is it because I radio balloons fell in your field? And I seen them and done nothing about it. Is that why? Man was going to fight me about the two Johnnies. Fucking clown. Him and his balloons. I'm actually a bit annoyed that a cow his didn't choke <laughs> nah nah scrap that I'm glad no animal suffered because of these stray balloons I come from a farming background myself I empathised with him but when he was being a cock I didn't really empathise with him anymore understandably imagine you are trying to sympathise or empathise with someone oh I'm sorry about that situation No, no, I know, something should have been done. No, I'm sorry. And they just keep being cunts about it. There comes a point where you flip and you go, nah, fuck off now. Fuck you and your balloons and your house. So I might tell that to the two Johnnies if I see them. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's always one of the worst hangovers of the year. It's in the Lyre at the State in Kilkenny. A beautiful hotel. And all that happens is debauchery. I've seen some really famous people in Irish radio, absolutely paralytic drunk. Paralytic. But I would never, ever tell you who they were. Ah, Dave, I thought you were going to be open and honest. No. This has to be a safe space for people that are scrutinised on the daily To be fucking idiotic. I can't come on and say. Marty plug. Because I'm looking at the plug here. And no I'll retract Marty. Because now you'll think. Oh that was a code word for Marty Whelan. And Marty Morrissey. No retract that. A pint. Pint. Pint lamp. God I'm really bad at coming up with. Odd names that aren't on Irish radio. A Jules. Jules Magoolz, I can't come and tell you oh, <laughs> lads, I'm so cutting edge on this podcast that I'm going to tell you that Jules Magoolz was caught in the toilet with a Colombian marching powder. No, I will never ever tell you what i seen. I'll tell you what i seen at the Radio Awards, but I'll never tell you who i seen, with who or what they were at. There has to be a circle of trust. I hope you don't think I'm trying to censor or withhold information from you. Because what about if there was a Dave Duke equivalent in Irish radio that was telling stories about me? They're like, oh, you will not believe what Dave Duke from my radio was at. He was nothing but two ends of a cunt. Safe space for radio presenters, producers, technological people, those in the background, anyone involved in Irish radio. Safe space I've seen ambulances, I've seen breakages, I have seen some stuff, but I'm not giving away. Who was that what? Because you can't delete it. Time for Wheel of Topics. First spin on the Wheel of Topics was just a tester to make sure everything is in order. Over the weeks, I open up a little question box on Instagram, throw in a topic or a query, I take those, I put them on the wheel. Sometimes I will spin two weeks in a row. Others I will hold. Today we're spinning and... Well, this ties in nicely from Finola, And it's about stardom and being star-struck. Let me read you the full question. When was the last time you were starstruck? Is there anyone you've met that disappointed you or you ended up liking them more than you thought? Ooh, I'm not a man who gets starstruck easily. Honestly. Shay Given in 2005, potentially. It was 2003, actually. 20 years ago. So I was 10. And it was Gall versus Armagh in the All-Ireland semi-final in Crow Park. It was the first time that I was ever at a game in Crow Park and I didn't go back for another 16 years. I enjoyed the day that much. Shea Given was bopping about, of course, him, Republic of Ireland, footballer, wonderful goalkeeper, and I rushed to get his autograph, as did hundreds of others. And I was genuinely starstruck by Shea Given. And I still have that programme that he signed for me, an autographed. I haven't got to meet the man yet, but I know that we will cross paths. And I will tell him, in no uncertain terms, that he was my hero. And he is the reason that my confirmation name is Shea. That is a true story. Niall Horn, I have interviewed him twice. Once this year in February, over Zoom. It's always a little bit more difficult to get a grasp of someone over Zoom, but he was super nice. The first time was just before COVID, before I even knew Zoom existed, and it was in the Westbury Hotel in Dublin. It's a press day. Instead of them going to you, they just bring everyone to him, which is fair. You're Niall Horn, we get a day out in Dublin happy days, got to meet him and he was just fucking lovely a superstar but still from Mullingar and sometimes that is used to put down someone who has had international success oh he's from fucking Mullingar even Paul Meskell to a certain extent, people were kind of chipping away a little bit going oh he's he's still from note." Sometimes used as a pop-down, but I say this with the utmost of compliments to Niall Horne, a superstar, but still from Mullingar. He doesn't forget where he came from. He oozes confidence. He's a very stylish man. He's got beautiful hair, and he's absolutely lovely to boot. And we had a nice bonding over Marty Morrissey and how much of a legend he was. Calling out Marty Morrissey, by the way, who took the clip off the interview and then posted it. On his own Twitter, thanking Niall Horn for the shout out. So we go, we interview, we film, we post on social media. Marty Morrissey takes the clip that mentions him of Niall Horn going to legend. He goes, Oh, thank you very much, Niall Horn, for the lovely shout out. Who does Marty tag? RTE, RTE Radio 1, RTE 2FM, but no fucking tagging of I Radio. Marty Morrissey. No! No, sorry. Dave Duke scrapping Marty Morrissey this weekend at the Ambrose. That's what's fucking happening. Finola, the people who have disappointed. Rita Ora, most boring woman alive. How can someone be so phenomenally sexy, but so boring? Oh, my God. I can't imagine that she'd be a sack of spuds in the lab. However, after speaking to her in an interview... I can't see any other way that she wouldn't be. Rita Ora, the personality of this wall that I'm looking at. Disappointing, to say the least. Maybe she had an off day. As cruel and cutting as I am, I believe everybody deserves a second chance. Not that she is crying at home right now, thinking, oh my god. I can't wait to get that second chance of an interview to impress this little lad from Ireland. I'm sure Rita Ora does not care, nor should she. However, I am willing to withhold judgment until we get a second pop at Rita Ora. Fnulli, you've really got me going now. Sean Kingston, cunt. (laughs) Pure and utter wanker. I still have your mobile number, Sean Kingston. I still have your mobile number. I'm going to ring it too someday. Might ring it on the podcast. The bigger they are, the usually more sound they are. Like your Nile Horns. A1. Your Sean Kingstons are pure and utter wankers. And that's just a fact of life that you learn when you're in radio. Been very critical tonight, haven't I? Utterly critical. But Fanola, you asked a question... And you deserved to have it answered factually, didn't you? Didn't you? Hello, Siobhan. Favourite countries you've been to, your worst things about them. Okay. I haven't been in many countries, so this will be quick. Britain. I haven't been to Wales, I haven't been to Scotland, but I've been to England and I love London. It's very cool. Okay. Uh, Country number two. Greece, I've been to Santorini, one of the most magical places I have ever been on this earth. It is stunning, gorgeous, peaceful, delicious. Athens, however, the capital of Greece is a shithole. Dirty, dingy, feels unsafe. However, in defence of Athens, I got the best carbonara of my life in a hotel in Athens. I've never had a better carbonara. It still haunts me to this day. Haunt can have very negative connotations, but for me, it's... Oh, you're never going to have the same again. So, yeah, it's, it, haunt, it haunts me how good that carbonara was and that I might never have it again. And you think, aye, she'll be back in Athens, she'll be back in that hotel... The chef might have moved on, more than likely. The person who's there making the is now. They, they, I'm getting upset now. Santorini, amazing, Athens, shithole. Lisbon, amazing, in Portugal. I would put Santorini and Lisbon nearly on par. Santorini is just one step ahead of Lisbon in the countries I've been to. I have only been to New York and America. Love New York. Lots of rats on the subway. Lots of scamming on Times Square. But the positives far outweigh the negatives of America. I love New York. Oh, it gives me a horn thinking about Joe's Pizza, Times Square, and the hustle and bustle and madness of that city. Siobhan, it's not a very comprehensive list. I haven't been to many countries. I have been to Rome. Italy's nice. Rome is warm. I'm going to Lanzarote next week, so I'll update you on that when I return. And finally, Ronan, what did your family think when you told them you were going to be a DJ? Superstar DJs. Here we go. They were worried. In a nutshell. My grandmother was pleading with me. To get a backup, to get a job in a shop, to go to a more conventional college. Mum was worried. Everybody was a bit worried. I was a very weird child with weird interests and I weighed about 10 ton. It wasn't easy being me. So they were naturally worried and you couldn't blame them. But I left myself with no option other than making radio and DJing work. My B plan was to have no plan B. Have no safety net. Have nothing to fall back on because otherwise I'm going to get comfortable making a nice wage a week and not pursuing my dreams. Uncomfortability is a huge driving force in my life. There are, I'm sure, life coaches that will tell me it's a fucking mad way to proceed. But I liked my... If if I really want to be driven I'd like to make myself a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> and it's like rocket fuel up my hole to pursue my passions and what I want to do and radio was that I'd rather go on the dole and be extremely uncomfortable than get a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday job that would cover the bills and any time I see Leo Radker fuckers on social media talking shit about the dole I get very upset and defensive. Everybody should have the opportunity to go on the dole at least once in their lives to experience what it is like to have fuck all then see how many people will complain about people having fuck all Of course there are those that are rigging the system. The percentage of those is minuscule compared to the workers of this country. I say, leave them off. As unfortunate and as defeatist that statement is. Let them go. Was I a welfare cheat? I'm sure Leo Varadkar thought I was. I was well able to work, but I just couldn't find the work that I wanted to do. Does that make me a welfare cheat, Leo? 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 Fuck me that starlight Who'd believe that? And that concludes today's episode 26 of the Dave Jew Podcast. I'm dropping the gospel. I don't think it's doing anything for anyone. I don't know if anybody's enjoying it whatsoever. It might come back sporadically instead of a weekly thing as I work on new things and features going forward in the universe of the Dave Jew Podcast. As always, I thank you once again for joining me, for subscribing, for hitting the follow button, for giving this five stars. It's very much appreciated. Very much helps. And there might be merch for Christmas at a reasonable price. More on that. Maybe not. Till then, up the Imro Radio Awards and take it savage handy.